Welcome to 5x5D video 4. I'm your host and guide Will Caminata and I'm here to help you awaken, heal and expand your consciousness. This week we're going to look at neutrality and heart center. How can we deal with our emotions and obstacles in life? Can we handle them with neutrality? How would this work? What does remaining in your heart center mean? These are some of the questions that I will tackle in today's video. So far, we've looked at non-duality on video one, presence and non-linear time on video two, surrender, trust and abundance on video three. If you haven't watched those, I recommend that you watch or listen to them before continuing with this one. As usual, I'll leave the links in the description below or some cards up here. We've learned that duality exists in order for us to understand non-duality and eventually be able to transcend the 3D duality. We've also learned that timelines are infinite probabilities that already exist in 4D and that everything we are and do in the now is affecting in one way or another parallel lifetimes and taking us to different timelines. And in the last video, we learned that we are not doing the living, rather we are being lived, that we are the flow of life and when we surrender and trust this flow, we are always being guided for the highest purpose of all, which ultimately is the evolution of our souls and of consciousness itself. So now we're going to add the emotion factor. Some would say it's a privilege for us human beings to feel emotions. And some would argue that emotions are just too much. Again, we are caught up in duality. <laughs> Looking through the lens of 3D, emotions are either good or bad, negative or positive, high vibes or low vibes. Someone asks, how do you feel today? You say, I feel sad. They say, I'm sorry. Or you say, I feel excited. And they say, yay, you get the point. Looking through the lens of 5D, emotions are neutral and something that humans feel in order to enjoy their human experience. Imagine navigating through this human life and not being able to feel the joy of achieving a goal, the pain of losing someone you love, the bliss of awakening, the taste of your favorite ice cream, the anger at your neighbor making noise all day, the sadness of being far from your loved one, and the excitement to wait for your loved one at the airport and squeeze them with a big hug. Even just by listening to me describing these feelings, you may be feeling something. Without emotions, we are just numb, zombies, or aliens. <laughs> My guides actually have helped me to understand that they don't feel emotions the way we humans feel and that they only understand the language of love. Love is compassionate, love is kind and non-judgmental. And guess what? From this 5D perspective, love is neutral. Yes, love is not good or bad. 
It just is. Love is a state of consciousness that we live in and not an emotion. More on love on video five. I always say that emotion is energy in motion and love is the container that holds sacred space for all of these emotions. Energy needs to be always in motion. So if we choose to see ourselves as energy as well, because we are, we can imagine that these emotions are constantly moving in, through and out of us. Therefore, emotions keep us in motion. They push us to keep moving through this human experience and to keep growing and evolving. So what happens if we don't allow ourselves to feel our emotions? Stagnant energy. That's what happens. There is no motion, there is no growing, there is no evolving, no healing, and stagnant energy will be somatized in the physical body. It's almost as if this energy in motion wants to move through you and instead of you feeling it and allowing it to go, you hold on to it and make your body its home. Our physical body is energy too, but dense energy, hence it is matter. However, we also have energy bodies, which are also known as subtle bodies. Our energy body is our light body. We use our energy bodies to travel to other dimensions. The energy body is a vehicle of consciousness that exists as frequency levels on the subtle planes and as a yogic body that consists of chi or pranic energy, that's the aura, energy vortexes, these are the chakras, and energy channels, these are the nadis or meridians. Astral projection and death are the only two ways to separate the energy body from the physical body. The energy bodies can be separated into different layers. The numbers and names of these layers vary according to different spiritual models and theories. But here I have simplified the layers into five levels. The physical body, the etheric body, also known as the auric energy fields, the emotional body, the mental body, and the causal body, which you can say it's the spiritual body or the soul. These bodies reside on different dimensions of consciousness. The third dimension is where the physical and non-physical intersect. So this is where the physical and the etheric bodies reside. The etheric body surrounds our physical body. It's also known as the aura. In a more simplistic way, I could say that it's your mood. Depending on how you feel, your aura changes colors and some people have the ability to see it. As we've seen before on video two, the 4D is the ROM of the collective mind and feelings and it's a non-physical ROM. So it makes sense that the emotional and mental bodies reside in 4D. We could perceive these subtle bodies as our own 4D. The fifth dimension is where the causal body or the spiritual body is. Now that we've seen these layers and understand what they are, let me give you an example. Let's say you're feeling anxious about an important event. You may be feeling butterflies in your stomach and not the good kind. This means you're running an excessive current of anxiety through your emotional body stemming from your mental body. You may be worried about it and thinking 
things like this is not gonna go well what if i weren't this i'm not good enough and blah 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 this is all happening in your mental body which will trigger an emotion in that's right your emotional body this will change your mood and your body will then register the physical sensation in this case the butterflies then you have two options take the time to feel these butterflies and process it as pure emotion accept it as a signal that you're feeling anxious and let this energy move back to the realm of emotions by changing your thoughts or you can just disperse the anxiety and remain in the loop of negative thoughts which will just make those butterflies in your stomach grow eventually turning into something else like an ulcer or bad digestion and that is because you didn't allow yourself to feel the emotion in other words you repressed it repressed emotion is called somatizing and over time somatizing can cause health problems Stress may lead to knots and headaches, anxiety may lead to ulcers and bad digestions and so on, towards even more serious illnesses and diseases. In simple terms, when you think from above down like a cascade, here's how it works. Your thoughts create your emotions, which triggers your mood, which reflects in your body. And this cycle will happen on and on for all of our lives, but if we don't feel our emotions, they will remain stagnant in our bodies, creating those traumas and blockages in our system. We need to feel in order to allow this energy to move in, through, and out of our physical bodies. And in really simplistic terms, that's how we heal. Okay, we now understand that an emotion originates from thoughts. So you might ask, do I need to control my thoughts then? Well, it's not so much about controlling. Remember in the last video we talked about surrender and trust, we learned that we really don't have control over many things. And when we want to control things, this may bring more stress and resistance. Just the idea that you need to control your thoughts will keep you in a loop of anxiety. Thoughts pop up. Sometimes it's fear or hope of the future or a memory from the past that we may perceive as good or bad or simply data stored in our mental bodies. We all have that. And then when thoughts pop up, they bring an emotion and that's just one more opportunity for you to feel it and peel off one more layer in your healing journey. When you become aware of a thought, there's nothing wrong with staying with it for a little while but if it lingers on then you are caught in the ego's drama if you don't allow yourself to feel whatever emotion is attached to the thought or express it in a healthy way the emotion is going to be stuck in your body and the cycle will perpetuate for example a memory from the past comes to my mind let's say a breakup for instance an emotion arises i name it i know it's sadness i feel like crying but i just can't cry because i've been raised in a family that says men don't cry vulnerability is weakness 
crying doesn't help, I need to be strong and all of that drama in my mind. Then I'm back at another memory of my childhood and then the cycle keeps going in my head. And one of the things that I could do to release that energy at the time the emotion arises, which is crying, is just not even an option for me. And this example is actually very common. A lot of people tell me when they come to my breathwork sessions that they have difficulty crying. Many times people are used to feeling that lump in their throat and that is an actual sign of stagnant energy. Obviously, for some people, it may not be as easy to just feel the emotions. And for all of us, there are certain emotions that we are more accepting of than others. That's why practices such as meditation and breath work can gradually take you to a place of, first of all, awareness and then inner safety to have those cathartic experiences. What's really important is that we find ways to express and release these emotions, not because we don't like them and we want to just get rid of them, but because you want to keep the flow of that motion going. You want to feel lighter. You don't want to be carrying heavy baggage of emotions anymore. So here are some ways you can do that. Physical release. Releasing emotions through crying, laughing, dancing, moving your body, exercising, yelling, punching the pillow, not anyone. Just remember that you want the energy to move through your body. Sometimes just a good shake during the day can do wonders. Emotional and spiritual release through journaling, meditating, breath work, chanting, singing, sound healing. And any practice or healing modality that helps you release those deep-rooted emotions. Create. Channel these emotions into creativity. Any kind of creation. It doesn't only have to be art. Just create things from those emotions. Like Adele made albums from her heartbreaks. Share how you feel. Talking, expressing, communicating your thoughts with people that you trust and can hold space for you without judgment. Sometimes it can be, or even has to be, someone out of your circle of friends and family, like a professional coach or healer or therapist. Presence. Bring yourself back to the present, as we've seen on video two. Use affirmations. Thoughts and words are powerful. You might have heard that before, and today in this video we understand how powerful our thoughts are. Don't bypass the emotion. Feel it when you want to feel it, and then you can always choose another thought or a positive affirmation to replace that original thought. Okay, Will, I'm with you so far, but you mentioned something about neutrality in the beginning of this video. What is this 5D neutrality about? In 5D, there is a sense of neutrality about human emotions. Remember, our guides help us to see things from a neutral perspective. Once we move through 4D, the realm of the collective mind and feelings, which would be our own mental and emotional bodies, we get to be in touch with our 5D, our spiritual frequency. We now know in 5D there is 
non-duality there is only the now moment we are being lived we surrender and trust knowing that our ultimate purpose is evolution and from this perspective there is non-identification with these emotions there is a neutral place inside each and every one of us that is always available for us to tap into you could see it as peace but I personally still feel that peace has a positive connotation. Neutral just is. Neutrality reminds us that emotion is helping us to evolve, but it's not who we are. Neutrality reminds us that there is a bigger purpose to all of this. Neutrality reminds us that we are just a tiny, tiny piece of this puzzle called the universe. How do we tap into this neutrality? It's really, really important to understand that neutrality is not the same as apathy, having no empathy or compassion for yourself and others. When you lose someone you love deeply, for instance, how can you instantly be neutral about it? And anybody that comes to you and says, oh, this is just life or God wants it this way, they're just lacking empathy and compassion. They may be coming from a place of love, but when you're grieving, you can't just tap it to this neutral place. Of course, you're going to feel many things. You're going to grieve. None of this awareness that we're talking about will make you immune to feeling things. And we've seen that this is a really important part of the process of being human. You don't bypass your feelings and you're not apathetic towards what happens in your life. And yes, you can even let your ego make you think and feel whatever it wants, give your ego room to do its job and give yourself time to feel. The way to tap into this neutrality is by feeling your emotions. You see there is a pattern here. Once the emotion is felt probably a few times, you are able to see things from a neutral perspective. That is, if you're living from an expanded state of consciousness, you are able to understand that, yes, this is how this human experience works. And this awareness can bring you peace and it can bring balance and healing to your heart. What is the heart center? The heart chakra is the portal to 5D. A closed heart can't fully feel the emotions. A hurt person can't find that neutrality and an unbalanced heart will not be able to contain the ups and downs of emotions. The heart is not the soft spot as most people may think. It is the bridge between your humanness and your spirit, between logic and emotion, between ego and spirit, between 3D and 5D and beyond. So it's extremely important that we work on healing the heart chakra. And we can do that through forgiveness, inner child work, shadow work, allowing yourself to grieve, allowing yourself to feel your emotions without judgment, allowing yourself to express. And this means you're moving up to the throat chakra. I talk more about opening the heart on episode 36, what blocks the heart and how to open it. And also in my workshop slash healing class called heart opening and activation. As usual, I'll leave the links in the description. Let's talk about what it means to remain in your heart center and why 
neutrality is connected to the heart center. When you're going through a difficult, painful moment, some kind of emotional turmoil, remaining in your heart center means you're safe to feel because deep down inside, or rather from a 5D level of consciousness, you are neutral about it. You know that it is part of the human experience and this is a temporary phase. Obviously from 3D, the emotion is real and it feels very painful. You may think it's the end of your life, but from a 5D, you know that this is part of the process of your evolution and most importantly, you know you can handle it because you are anchored in your heart center. So here's the image and analogy that I get to explain being anchored in your heart center. Imagine that you're in the ocean. You noticed I love an ocean analogy. <laughs> and there's a hurricane or a storm coming to you. This represents the emotional turmoil or the difficult faces. Reaction number one is you just swim away from it and go back to the shore. This would mean repressing your emotions and not facing the pain or the grief. Reaction number two, you are swept away by the hurricane and you lose yourself in it. And even when it's gone, in your mind and in your body, you still feel like you're in it. This would mean being overwhelmed and taken over by your emotions. And then reaction number three, if you are anchored in your heart center, you feel safe to face the hurricane and surrender to it, even if you're feeling scared. You know that once the hurricane fades, you will find your way back into your heart. This would mean accepting and feeling all the emotions, giving yourself time to grieve. And even amidst the pain, the fear and the darkness, you know deep down that your heart can never be defeated. Being in your heart center is the bravest thing you can ever do in this 3D human life. A strong heart is unshakable, unmessable with, unbreakable, and always connected to the highest force on the cosmos, love. Your heart can never be broken. It's our 3D egoic mind, dualistic and limited perception that breaks it. The cracks in your heart aren't broken pieces. They're the space where your inner light can shine through. From a 5D lens, your heart is being opened so that you can come home to the light and love that you are. Let's talk about how to remain in your heart center when you're in the hurricane. Breathe, deep breaths, always. Use positive affirmations to yourself. This can be as simple as, it's okay, all is well. You may not even believe them, but just by saying them, it will change the vibration of your mental and emotional bodies. If the situation involves other people, mentally send love to them, no matter who they are. Try your best to stick to a spiritual practice. You practice when you don't need it so that the practice is well established when you need it. Try your best to stick to a physical practice. Remember, energy moves through your physical body. Exercise, walk, run, dance. Ask for spiritual guidance and trust that you are receiving it. Look for experienced coaches and healers that can guide you into your heart center. 
remind yourself that you are always protected, guided, and loved. Remember that safety comes from within. So even when you're asking for guidance and safety, you will feel it coming from within, from your heart center. You are the universe. In the worksheet, you will again find an opportunity to self-assess, see where you are in the emotional spectrum and discover ways to access your heart center. I'll also add a few suggestions that you can do with different kinds of emotions. You will also find journal prompts that will help you reflect on how you deal with your emotions and will help you find practical ways to be anchored in your heart center. Next, you will find a meditation that will guide you into a cosmic journey through the fifth dimension, where you will connect with your heart center, connect with the Pleiadians, and anchor your energetic bodies in 5D. Thank you for being on this journey with me. In the next video and the last one of these 5D series, we'll explore the theme of love and oneness, which is the core of 5D consciousness. What is love? What does it mean to love unconditionally? What does oneness mean? And how can we practically live from this principle? As always, keep shining your light, keep your heart open, and let love lead the way. I love you. See you in the next episode.